Welcome to the Pubcast, your inside look at electronic publishing. From ebooks to websites to podcasts and more, join us as we interview the professionals on the cutting edge of publishing. Today we're going to be talking with Mr. Walter Galler. Hey, Morgan. Hi, Mr. Galler. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for doing this. No worries. Do you want to just dig right in? Yes. Okay. So, um, I guess to start off with, uh, do you, can you tell me a little bit about the company and companies that you uh, do work for? So, I work for a uh, software company. Uh, the name of the company is <clears throat> Ezazi. And uh, it is a uh, company that is, and in that role, I uh, member of the management team. Uh, I oversee marketing, and I also oversee uh, a lot of our project planning that we do for clients, and um, and manage a lot of our major clients um, across the country. Okay, awesome. Um, so. Uh, when you say you manage them, what um, what kind of responsibilities do, does that? So entail? what we do is um, we have a software platform that allows companies to um, accept ideas for new products um, from people who don't work for that company. So there's been a whole movement in the last few years around a term that you might have heard of called crowdsourcing. So basically, that says we have a problem uh, as a company, and we want to go beyond just our internal research and development resources, and we'll go broader to uh, either specific targeted communities or groups or just the entire Internet via Facebook or some other platform. So kind of the most basic example of that was last year – Lay's Potato Chips ran a campaign on Facebook where they asked people to develop um, and then vote for their next new potato chip flavor. And they had about a million-dollar prize, and I think they had uh, about five million entries and um, selected one, which I think was a sriracha-flavored. But that's kind of a basic example of crowdsourcing. What we do is we allow companies to not only do that, um, through private communities that they have access through their website. But we also allow them to create um, more technical challenges um, that allows them to seek answers and find experts to problems that they might ex- be experiencing whatever their line of business is. So I don't know if that's real clear or not, but a quick example, we've just launched a uh, what we call, and all this falls under, kind of a category now called open innovation and open innovation. Um, if you Google that, it, it just basically is let's look for ideas for new products, enhancements or solutions beyond our normal research and development resources. So, um, we just completed and launched a major project for the Campbell soup company and Campbell soup owns, about a dozen different brands, some you've heard of like V8 and Pepperidge Farm and other ones that you probably haven't because they're uh, international based. 
And so on their website, on the Campbell Soup Company website, you'll see a little link called Innovation. And when you click on that, you'll go to a website that's called CampbellIdeas.com. And if you really take a look at that website, that'll give you a very good idea of what they're trying to accomplish. They're trying to uh, solicit ideas for, for new products uh, or enhancements to existing products from consumers, from their existing suppliers. They're helping them make, build their, make their products today. Um, from kind of experts, inventors, or from uh, other employees uh, that work with and, and support Campbell Soup Company. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're now, and, and not to get into, I don't know how much detail you want me to get into kind of the differentiation around what we do versus what some of our competitors do. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Yeah, so we have a um, we have kind of probably the broadest suite of software products in in this space right now. We have competitors that like Nine Sigma, and actually there's a company up in outside of Boston called Innocentive. And what they do is that they will work with companies, and it could be people like Kraft Foods, it could be Boeing, it could be. And they'll create what they call challenges. And, and basically, if you go to one of their websites, you can look at some of these challenges. And, and Kraft Foods might have a challenge that says, we're looking for a new way to cook this food product before it gets put into a can, and we need to achieve these sorts of so very, very technical um, manufacturing problems that for some reason they just haven't been able to solve internally. And... Uh, what we do is go kind of beyond that. We also offer that service, but we also have the ability to create uh, kind of private crowdsourcing communities where uh, people can post ideas, they can share ideas, they can collaborate, they can vote, um, as well as having these sorts of, of technical challenges as well. Okay. So are those um, communities, are they based online or are they almost like within their own self-contained portal kind of thing? Well, we, we provide the portal right. and, and then on that portal, users will register and then based on how they define themselves, whether they might be a consumer, an employee, uh, an inventor or a supplier, they will go into specific communities. I mean, we can segregate at that level or we can just create kind of one big broad community. Uh, that allows kind of everyone to collaborate in. Wow. That's yeah. okay, cool. How long has uh, this been going on? Well, I mean, this kind of the, the idea and the concept of open innovation um, is fairly new. It, it's maybe in the last 10 to 15 years. Um, and it companies kind of providing real solutions like we are um, – have only kind of come up in the last five years or so. So it's a pretty new space, and, and certainly it's something that was made possible by the explosion of the Internet and technology, right, and people being online and be able to reach people um, and, and collaborate in this sort of social, what we call social ideation um, that allows people to communicate and aggregate and, um, and share ideas. So, you know, without the web... This would have been, you know, there might have been very simplistic uh, versions of this years ago where it could be a company goes to a university that has, um, you know, like MIT, who have uh, a lot of really smart kids and say, we're trying to figure out how to do this and get all their smart kids together and have them come up with some ideas. 
But with the web and technology today, uh, you can just go much broader than that. Okay, that's great. Um, so, since this is rel- you know relatively new, how would you say the like advent of this is helping to change the industry? So, it, oh, I guess uh, which, so. Which in, are you talking about? The industry that we're in, or the industries that we work with? Uh, both. Okay, so. The industry that we work in, so kind of in our competitive space, um, I think that we are, I don't know that we're changing it, we're, we're broadening it and we're expanding it. Um, and as I said, not to get into, there's always a lot of, and certainly from, a, from your perspective, right, so you understand the rule of, of copyright laws and um, ownership of intellectual property, right? So the same same thing from a written perspective exists in developing ideas and concepts and technologies. So just to, we have a, a way that we can allow people to share information um, that really protects people's intellectual property. And it uh, eliminates the possibility for anyone to disclose confidential information about an idea. So what we've, through that, we're kind of expanding the uh, the market of people who can use our services, and um, and so and a company now can come to us, get a range of different services. Where in the past they might have had to go to two or three different software companies to get the same type of solution. So from a standpoint of um, different industries, you know, as an example, in the coming week I have meetings with one of the major automotive manufacturers a big food producer, um, another consumer products company similar to Campbell's Soup. Uh, So what it allows some of these companies to do is to participate in open innovation uh, that they might not have been able to before because they just had fears about um, intellectual property and and confidentiality. That's great. Okay. Thank you. Um, So... Uh, are there any advances in digital technology that have either helped or maybe hurt or changed your company and what you do? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously digital is, is, is the fuel that's allowed us to, to do what we're doing. I mean, digital has a dark side as well, right? So <laughs> that the, the ability to put stuff out there, um, it's very easy to lose control. So think about, um, just like if, if someone posts a, uh, a a picture that they're not too proud of on Facebook and, and then people start sending it around, it's very difficult to get that back again, right? Same thing with companies and what companies who were kind of early adopters of open innovation, they would, um, they would put a little portal on their website and it would invite people to submit ideas. Um, but it was very dependent on just kind of text boxes and free text entry. And what happened was that created a lot of legal issues. So either the the company um, felt that um, they were putting themselves at risk uh, later on in the process, where someone might send an idea, uh, the company takes that idea. There's a lawsuit and lots of legal issues. 
so we've eliminated that. And what that, what that did was a lot of companies then retracted from open innovation because they felt it's just not worth the risk. And so what we've done is kind of been able to take those um, digital loopholes, so to speak, out of that, that collaboration process and enable uh, communication w- without um, having that sort of level of risk. So, you know, it, it's, it's funny because it, at the, the benefits that digital provides to what we do, you know, there's, there's almost an equal and opposite um, downside that's potential as well. So, but much rather, I mean, from our standpoint, digital is certainly helping to advance everything that we're doing. I mean, today, so the Campbell Soup site, for example, that, that launched last week, you know, we, we have, um, it'll eventually be on, on every website that they own. But, you know, today they can have people in Australia um, commenting on um, challenges that they have or submitting ideas and and just giving that access and opening that door um, and engaging these different community types. So the, that certainly wasn't available with, before the uh, digital revolution happened. Right. Wow. So it's really opening up to the whole world instead yeah, of just... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Wow. Um, so... With that being said, where do you think, what's the next step for like your industry and the company? Where do you think it's going to be in the next few years? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, I think our industry as a whole is going to, I mean, personally, I hope that uh, we build the company, sell it, and I'll get rich. Um, <laughs> but um, I think that there'll be, from an industry standpoint, there will be... Um, companies combining forces and so there'll be a lot of acquisitions i think that are going to be happening in the next couple years um i think that they'll continue to evolve how companies interact with their various constituent groups i think obviously just like in many other industries i think mobile's going to play a larger and larger role um in how companies, so that it becomes almost a one-on-one uh, communication with a vendor, or a consumer, or an employee, and, and less about groups. So, you know, I, I think it'll follow some of the trends that are just happening in technology and the web in general. So, what? Um, I, obviously, the internet is a big part of uh, your right. industry and company. Are there any other? Is there any other technology that your company uses to help meet their goals and things like that? Um, I mean, that when you say technology, are you talking about hardware, software, or I mean? Yeah, are, are there any other programs that you use? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a range of stuff. We, I mean, we use kind of onshore and offshore development, so we have programmers that are working in this country as well as over in India. Um, where it's obviously a lot cheaper to buy those sorts of services. <clears throat> we're migrating, uh, like a lot of other companies, so we're migrating a lot of our um, server platforms to a cloud-based uh, solution. So um, away from kind of physical racks and, and, and server farms and, and going to like an Amazon or IBM cloud service solution. So it makes it very easy for companies to access our service you know before the cloud you know if a company wanted to really 
implement a major software product that would be just like when you load something onto your laptop, you know, getting a disk or whatever and, and installing it. Now everyone just goes, I mean, similar to like what Office 365 is doing for Microsoft, you want a program, you just access it um, via the web. And from our standpoint, we do the same thing. And then so that the, the idea that there's no impact to a company's technology infrastructure, uh, it's, it's no more to, to um, allow access to our platform from a company's standpoint is really no more difficult than putting a link on their website and, and linking off to um, our platform. So it's pretty easy. I mean, we also use a lot of project management software, you know, like Microsoft uh, Project, obviously the whole Microsoft Office suite, and then, you know, all sorts of .NET and Java technologies um, that are just used for the various programming tasks. Okay. Um, So it seems like it's pretty, you know, on the front end at least, it's pretty straightforward, on yeah, definitely. We don't. We don't. Yeah, there's nothing that we're really doing. We we don't have any esoteric or proprietary. I mean, we have proprietary software tools that we use, but they're all built with with kind of industry standard um, foundational elements. Wow, that's so cool, actually. Um, okay, so I guess my final question is: What is your favorite part about your job? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, I like working with smart people um, and learning, and uh, you know, I like. I, I guess kind of one of my favorite parts is kind of where we are on this Campbell project right now. That um, you know, we 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 went live with it uh, on Thursday. Next week, I'll be uh, going up to. Philadelphia for kind of the the grand unveiling at their research and development um, global offsite meeting. So it's kind of you know it's just having people recognize the the quality and the benefits of what we're doing. You know, it's um, we really do provide something that really helps companies do their work better, smarter, and cheaper. And that's kind of is is the kind of the three ways that you need to evaluate any sort of technology that you're bringing into an organization. So we don't tend to get a lot of pushback and people saying, now we don't want to use that. And because it really is a, a, an easier and simpler way. I mean, what I also talk, didn't talk about is that on the back end. So from Campbell's perspective, then we have a whole set of administrative tools that they use to analyze all the ideas that come in, to measure them, to segregate them, to collaborate on them and to advance them kind of down the product development um, pathway. So that's cool as well. Um, so we're really developing, you know, giving value um, to companies. And, you know, I, I can't necessarily say that that's always the case with every piece of software we, I've ever come across. So, yeah, I, I guess making sure that companies get, get a lot out of what we provide and, and provide a lot of value. Okay. Well, Thank you so much for your time. It was lovely chatting with you. All right, you too, Morgan. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Yelling. Bye. 
This has been the Pubcast. Find more episodes, read our blog, or send feedback by visiting us on the web at www.thepubcast.org.